Hey, Starburns listeners, Ben Schwartz here, and I'm here to plug. Here I go. I am in a new movie with Noel Wells on Netflix. It is called Happy Anniversary. It is out right now. You All you have to do is basically go on your computer or whatever device you want. You just click on it, and there we are. It's, it's me. It's Noel Wells, and it's the story of a couple on their three-year anniversary. They wake up, and on that moment, Noel's character is done. She feels like she doesn't think she can take any more of the relationship. And throughout the course of the movie, which takes place in over the course of 24 hours, you flash back to all the good, the bad everything that encompasses this relationship to try to find out if these two actually will stay together or if they won't stay together. It's right now. It is a romantic comedy. Me and Noel Wells, written, directed by Jared Stern. Netflix, happy anniversary. Starburns, lots of words, ending with exclamation. When's it going to end? It just did. Another tag. And now it's done. It's a good show. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Get High and Save the World. I'm Lucas Neff. I'm uh, Barry Ross Rothbart. Barry Ross Rothbart. Uh, happy to have you here. We have an incredible guest uh, here today with me, Lucas Neff, and Barry Ross Rothbart. It's Monique Mitchell. Why are you talking so fast? Uh, I just figure this is like the bit everybody wants to skip past. Like at the beginning of every podcast, I'm always fast forwarding past this bit. Don't where they set skip it up. this. Now they will. Just personally for me, I'm always like, ah, get to it, get guys, to it, get don't, to it. Don't skip. All right, so. Yeah, we have an amazing guest. We have an amazing guest, Monique. Like, we, I know we say that a lot. Here, I'll, but, say, I'll yeah. slow down for it. Uh, Monique Mitchell is a writer, community organizer, and youth mentor based in Los Angeles, California. Currently, she serves as a programmer and teaching artist for Get Lit, an organization that works with young poets and storytellers all over Los Angeles and beyond. Additionally, Monique is co-founder and editor-in-chief at Manor Mag, a publication that celebrates artists of color and champions the expression of marginalized creative voices. And I'm going to be perfectly honest, I'm super excited to ask her a bunch of questions. I hung out with her once before this. She's so nice. She's yeah, so lovely. We've, we've been talking to her for a little bit. She's great. Extraordinary. And I got to say, you are one of the worst and best actors I've ever met in my life. <laughs> All right, that's great. It. So that's how I went right, outside. Guys, and, uh, stay tuned. Let's get high and uh, save the world. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's do that too. Okay. Get high and save the world with Barry Rothbart and Lucas Neff. This is such gold. I know we got to start rolling. We're so high right now. I, I, it honestly feels like four hours. I'm have gone so by confident this isn't just studio. compelling to us. I think that they. Do you know are. what I mean? <laughs> it, it, there's so many people. I mean, in there's the a booth. time signature, and I see I see three things that are recording. So that would probably suggest that we're recording. Okay, guys, we're recording. Hi. Uh, I'm Lucas Neff. No, don't. No. This we're gonna skip bad. that. We're gonna do the intro at the end. So you know who we are by this point. I think. Having said that, let's begin. I was actually, I, I, I think it's, it's uh, interesting you brought up headphones. because uh, we, We're doing exactly the thing you said earlier was like, terrible. It's a conversation we're reliving. <laughs> oh, you're right. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not reliving it. I had one more thing to oh, say. One more thing that to say. Okay, yeah. So what, what, what about big headphones? Um, I, I actually... Our guest today is Monique Mitchell. <laughs> we're doing this at the end. I know, we're doing shit. It at the end. Sorry, doing? I'm getting so nervous about that. Okay, All I right. want to start with first saying that I this is very strong weed. I am very high right now. But also that I think I have ears, and any of our listeners or any of our fans, if you want to contact me and, and answer this question That for you me, have ears? <laughs> no, no, that was not the end of it. <laughs> 
No, what I wanted to say was I think I have ears that don't fit headphones. My oh, holes are too big and my lobes are too big. And and you got some, there's no headphones. You want some tighter that fit lobes. My you want like lobes. a nice tight lobe. No, the lobes are big. Like the you mean a tight hole. A tight hole. Yeah, you want a yes. tight hole. Sorry. Of course, who hole. wants a tight lobe? Yeah, that's I don't know what ridiculous. that means. I do have a, a lobe that hangs down, which I think is a Jewish thing, but that's a that's I've got a story. hangy lobe. Yeah. I don't think it's a Jewish thing. It's a Jewish thing, right? Stop looking at Rebecca Sorry. can't answer this question. <laughs> Rebecca, can you answer this question? Get back to us. Do Jews have hanging lobes? <laughs> I think they do, we'll right? Find out. I mean, we're both Jews and we both have hanging lobes, so yeah. I mean, that feels like Are you like Jewish, Monique? Facto. You're not Jewish. Monique? I am. You are? You are. I'm from the diaspora, yeah. Are you oh, really? Shit. Ethiopian Welcome. Jew. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah, we talked a little bit about this when we saw Mother the other week. I'm 100% lying. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> no. God. We talked about Ethiopia, That though. was amazing. We did talk about Ethiopia. Ethiopia is dope. We did. Um, I just want to start by saying I, uh, I did not know you. Once again, I did not know our guest before <laughs> I met you today. You can't yeah. know everybody. Number one, you are incredibly nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you really got a just a warm, amazingly warm, nice f- vibe. Thank but also, you, you do uh, incredible things. And I, Lucas knew you before I met, I met you, you, so my, my maybe lady, explain, Caitlin, mm-hmm. who has introduced me to pretty much everybody that I've brought on this podcast. Uh, she so, really has. She I might mean, as well be one of the hosts. <laughs> she should be she getting should some the credit there, but she's not, and she's never going to find out about this. Yeah. So this is just between us. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, I was introduced to you by my lady. Um, who will never hear about this. And uh, you work in a program, Get Lit. Yes. Which is sort of a, a literacy program uh, that works with uh, uh, inner city or, yes. or marginalized or lower income sort of communities and youth. Yes. And I, I guess this is because, as I was reading on your website, there is a huge illiteracy pro- uh, problem in California Yeah. Uh, in these communities. Yeah. So California... Um, nationwide has one of the highest illiteracy rates amongst youth. And so the founder of Get Lit, Diane Luby Lane, she started Get Lit as a way to counteract illiteracy by helping students to fall in love with literature. So what we do is teach classic literature, and then we teach our students spoken word poetry in did response. You sorry, I, did. I didn't mean to interrupt. It was that, that Perrier. Yeah, That's sorry. why I didn't get Perrier. I was like, I'll take um, the still water. I mean, um, uh, it so it's not just poetry. So many ways today. Well, it is poetry. So we take classic poetry, which uh, for us is anyone from Walt Whitman to Langston Hughes to Kendrick Lamar to Tupac like we have anyone we don't call it a classic a classic now hold on I do have yet. a question here what's up are there any rappers that don't make the cut I mean there's a lot of rappers that aren't in there we can't you know have what I'm everyone what do you saying, mean because like, like there's some con- that's saying there's some contemporary rappers that are classics so when, but in order to determine that you've got to make some cuts well, that feels subjective. Part of my job is to decide who goes into the anthology. Oh. Yeah, it's so, me and a team of other people. Not okay. so, so let's, <laughs> let's uh, you know, I put a lot of Tupac in there this time that's around. That's dope. Um, so, like, run us through a little bit of like, say, you're introducing liter- uh, literature to the classroom, poetry. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get to pick this anthology. Yeah. W- how does that process work? What's the process of like working with one student, like, or a group of students? So, uh, the students, the first day of the class, they claim a poem. So, our motto—I mean, not our motto, but a thing we say at Gillette is "claim your poem, claim your life," um, because. 
The thing about literature, which is the same thing about art, it's that it's a very great human connector. So you get to read all of these people, either contemporary or from way back in the past, and you realize, oh shit, they're talking about things that I've experienced or that I've felt before. It may not be the same experience that evoked those emotions, but it's the same emotions. We're all on the same spectrum. I think we spoke about this last week. Like everyone has experienced joy, everyone's experienced depression, and we've all like oscillated mm -hmm. on the that spectrum so it's really helpful for these students to see that they're not that other alone. people feel what they're feeling yeah and people even in the distant past and yeah completely different circumstances exactly. have a relatable human experience exactly like for instance i was in the gitlet program back when i was in high school and is that how you got so is that how you got introduced to it how did yeah. you get introduced to it um, Hang on, before sorry, you Barry. do that, I think <laughs> I, I think we should just explain. So the Get Lit program, as far as I understand it, is you, uh, anyone can join, or do you have to, like, so, audition to be in it? Or? Okay, so there's a couple of different answers to that question. So if you want to be a Get Lit player, which is a group of 10 to 15 students that travel around performing poetry, yes, you do have to audition for that. If you want to come to our Saturday classes, which are completely free um, in our headquarters in Koreatown, you don't have to audition for that. You just come show up, what ready age? to up learn, to what age? Uh, 13 to 19. Oh, and then um, if the other ways students are introduced to it is we teach a class in schools. So we're A through G approved, common core curriculum aligned, like it's a legit class that students take. Oh, in high so it's, school. it's almost like is an after school program. How, it's how not many, an after school program. It's during school. Yeah, it's, it's a during school. school. It's a school school program yeah, class. Yeah. It ah. counts towards college credits and all that. Oh, wow. Which is very recent. Back when I was in Gitlet, we were just meeting in the library for fun. And it's oh, grown. Yeah, into... okay. So, yeah, you've been a part of it for a while. When, yeah. when did you join? Uh, back in like 2008, 2009. Okay. Um, and I found it and through a And that was about eight or nine teacher. years ago. Yeah. Before now. <laughs> okay. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> is everyone else's mind blown? How did you do that? He's a mathematician. You know, I just, uh, you know, I look at a calendar and I use it the way it was intended to be used. God, you're <laughs> you know? a wizard. Yeah, uh, you know. It's crazy. It's, it's all just, a, you know, I don't, you know, I don't need to take any. I'm good. Okay. Know? Yeah, let's move just on. Just a normal, just a normal guy who knows how to recognize the progression of time. <laughs> so, all right. So I'm trying to do the math too. So that was around eight or nine years ago. Yeah. yeah. And this would be 2008? 2008, 2009, yeah. Mm. So like nine years ago. And, um, the age of Obama. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that funny? I do that too. 2008, 2008? 2008. 2000. 2000. What is it? 2008. You, you got a tie break here. No, 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 no. 2008. 2008. <laughs> two, okay. Uh, I remember the year 2008. Um, <laughs> So okay. the oh, end boy. combines. It morphs yeah, yeah, into yeah. one well, end. Well, it's efficient. So the, it's efficient. Okay. Yeah. So 2008 is, is Obama got elected. That's how I remember it. At is anything. Obama got elected? That's what it means. That's what it equals. It is, oh, yeah. No, it equals Obama elected? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Obama elected is a quantity. No, I'm it. just saying like, it's like you know, an object. And BC. It, like, what do you immediately think of when, you, when you hear, uh, you know, 2001? <laughs> You're such a shit. No, it's, but that's it's when you started honestly, doing stand-up. Think about September 12th. No, but you know what I mean. Like it's crazy to think, think about. This is how I, I think about. Album. Like if someone was how old when Obama got elected is crazy to me. 
Like, if someone is 15 years old now, how old were they when Obama was elected? They probably seven. weren't alive. Seven oh. years old. <laughs> just <laughs> Some people Once were again, guys, I'm not a wizard. Old. I just understand time. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, Young yes. Galileo. So, you, so you, that's when you got involved in Yeah, Gala? Yeah, my poetry teacher told me that I should audition, and I was like... Hell no. I had a very big fear of rejection at the time, and I didn't want to audition for it. I can't believe you got over it. Thank you. I'm not. Yeah. I'm terrified. I had to get it out, or else I would probably still be exactly where I was. Um, It truly did change my life, the program. And so, for instance. Yeah. Yeah. Start us us at the beginning of the journey. Yeah. So, when I found it, I decided to audition, and I I had to audition with a classic poem. So, I chose this piece by County Cullen, who was a Harlem Renaissance writer, and it was called Saturday's Child. And um, he's just going on and on about how his dad complains about life because how life has been so difficult for Saturday's child. And I later learned that Saturday is ruled by the planet Saturn. And so Saturn is all about like struggle and being strict. So that's an unlucky person if you're born on Saturday. Um, So how he dealt with being... He like, for instance, some of the lines were... Do you know what day you were born on? Like day of the week? I feel like it's a Wednesday. Let's check it. Later. I love that. My phone is. Oh wow! In my bag. Can we get uh, Can we get somebody to look up what uh, What day should they be looking <laughs> August up? August twenty second, nineteen ninety two. Okay, can we find out what day of the week? August twenty second, nineteen ninety two. You were born right, in ninety two. Twenty five mm-hmm. years ago. Oh my god! That's twenty five years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were nine years old in two thousand one. Genius. That's mm-hmm. insane. Uh, was I? Wow. Oh shit, I was. Oh, it was a Saturday. <gasps> oh my god. Damn. It explains everything. Did you not know yeah. that? Was this a I setup? feel like I definitely you would just look reveal you you're an unlucky person. I to mean, you? kind of. I was like for the first 24 years of my life. And that's when you got into Get Lit. Take us there. <laughs> no, it was still <laughs> no. pretty unlucky. Sorry, we're even very after. high. We thought we could walk into that memory. <laughs> Okay, so, um, well, basically, yeah, some of the lines of the poem Saturday's Child, he says, Some are teethed with a silver spoon, with a star strung for a rattle. I cut my teeth as the black raccoon for implements of battle. For some godfather and goddame, the opulence fairy be. Dame poverty gave me my name in pain godfathered me. And he goes on, but that's all I can remember right now. I mean, that was pretty I, that good. Took that took me was, somewhere. Yeah, that was great. You. I mean, I think that was a poverty... Um, grand, Dame, grandfather, Pop, Dame, Dame Poverty, poverty gave me my name and pain, pain godfathered, godfathered me. me. So you yeah. chose yeah. that because your father, uh, that he liked that poem a lot. No, no, my dad had nothing to do with that. Wait, wait. So <laughs> County wait, I forget, Cullen. You... Um, I just chose that poem Apparently because you I... were named by a person named Poverty. No, I chose that poem because, well, for one. I resonated with it a lot, and when I first found it, it reminded me a lot of Tupac. I was like, wow, this sounds like some lyrics that Tupac would write. Mind yeah. you, this is from the Harlem Renaissance, like back in the 1920s, which is what we were talking about. Um, it doesn't matter when a person was alive, they've experienced the same type of emotion. And so for me, it, it was like, oh, wow, someone experienced what I experienced, because I remember feeling like... Well, shit. Um, Dame I, Poverty gave me my name. Did yeah. you, were you familiar with the poem before you no. decided to audition, or it was a poem wow. you found I researched when you were looking it. for a, Yeah, okay. so, I was looking for a So you get poem. there to the audition. Yeah. Is it like what I'm picturing? Is it like a picturing? room 
full of people, or like some people in the front row, almost like you know, like America's Got Talent. <laughs> no, like there was like a, like, <laughs> like a few people, and you're There's standing an on a stage. I think it was like three people. Three people <laughs> in a okay. library in so. the Fairfax Library. Oh wow, <laughs> cool. that's even that's intense. Are you in the fiction, nonfiction? <laughs> no, we were just in a room. In- we were literally just in a, in a room, room, like in, a study room. Yeah, literally, and wow. now it's grown into so this huge force. I mean, now. Wait, so the audition went well. Did, was there a callback? Or did uh, you no, just there was get no in? callback. I just got in. Yeah. Did other kids have to call back? No. Okay, you either so made it or you uh, did okay. it. Yeah. yeah. No beating well, around. Now the you're offer only. That's Thank great. you. So Thank what? You. So you started doing it. What was your? What? what how did? The, what was the process? What happened? Um. So we would meet for practice every Saturday. We would write poems. Uh, we would have guest teachers come in. Um. And then I started traveling a lot for poetry, which is why I ended up deciding to go to college in New York because we got to go to the Bowery Poetry Club my senior oh, year of I used high to school. Perform there. Awesome. I love that place. Yeah, yeah it's great. I met um, Bob Holman. I I, I, Lucas I, looked at me like I was lying, but I, I absolutely <laughs> well, did. I was, immediately, I was like, Barry Rothbard did poetry at the Bowery. No, <laughs> I did I terrible like... stand-up at the Bowery Poetry Club. That's mm-hmm. it's different. Which, in a way, oh. is a kind of poetry. No, it's at, pretty far from it. It's the opposite. <laughs> Poetic. At least okay. you tried. So you then um, that was what convinced you to go to college in New York. Yeah. Program, and you'd been in the program for how many years at that point? Two, two uh, years. Like a full two year? years. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you, were you in the? Was there a get lit? Players Club then at that point? Yeah, I was a Get Lit player. And you were a Get Lit player. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Did and that help you in your college application process? Any of that? I think it definitely did. I mean, I have always been a writer, though. Okay. Uh, like, th- that was just one thing that was very inescapable for me. I've always been a writer. I've always been telling stories. Like, I used to create little books when I was a kid. Um, so, yeah, it was a way for me to escape the damn poverty now, and pain. I was just telling a friend the other day how in fourth grade I plagiarized a book for a mm. young author's competition, oh, which I then again. won. Whoa. Yeah. Well, oh, I was a finalist. I was a little... I have a See, story. even now, <laughs> can't be trusted with the truth. I was published in the New York Times my freshman year of college what? because I what? did an assignment as just like a whatever thing. My yeah. friend was like, you're a poet. My teacher said, if we win this contest, like if we place in this contest, then we get an A for the entire semester. And I was like, fuck it, I'll do it. It was a found poem challenge for the New York Times. I and think I only found out what the New York Times was my freshman year of college. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. How did you I find was like, what out? What is the New York Times? Why is everyone talking about like the time? Had the you time never of the day? seen a newspaper before? I did not. You're no, from I, New York. You're from yeah, New York. I didn't and know what it was. I was like, what is this? This is incredible. <laughs> you're yeah. fired. You kept it a, Very like, dumb. a time capsule. Very or something. dumb. Um, I have a question. Uh, so, are there what types? Papers. I know there are types uh-huh. of poetry. Like, yeah. but are like what? And this is I hate this question when people ask me this about comedy. Mm-hmm. But like, is there you're a style that you prefer of poetry, and not just like haiku or limerick? But it could be haiku so or limerick. I just yeah, I mean, wrote, like, I just like what's the style? Last night. Um, I and love I keep in mind, I'm, I don't know very much about yeah. poetry. I don't the I know, basics. I don't know how much I know, so I'll find out. Yeah. I'm let's, sure you know a lot. You. Seem to know a lot about nah, a lot. I, yeah, she um, looked at Lucas when she said that. <laughs> <laughs> Make that clear. But she was um, indicating Barry. Well, okay. I mean, he's the mathematician over here. I feel like you know a lot about cutting up meat. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's one of the worst things anyone's ever said. To me. <laughs> I meant it in a very nice way. You know what? That's even weirder because no one listening to the podcast knows the context of that at all. (laughs) We talked about before the podcast. We talked about the fact. No, let it live in mystery. She thinks I live live in mystery. All right. He looks like a man. (laughs) Just said, "Help me." Help me. If anyone's listening, oh, it's oh, great. 
Ah, oh, I'm so Uh-oh. excited. Uh-oh. Um, just so you know, uh, this is one of our favorite segments called On This Day. Unfortunately, the day that you're listening to this on is oh, not this day. So this is on a different day anything. today, no. which is not the day you're listening to. It's <laughs> this October This is one of the best 5th. moments we've ever had on this podcast. <laughs> it's October 5th. Okay, like Guys, that's when we're recording this podcast. It's probably not when you're listening to it. But if a year from now you're listening to this podcast, on this day, October 5th, um, and then it a happened. Couple cool Lucas things happened. never got out Once, of that loop. <laughs> in 1970, in 1970, on October 5th, the public broadcasting service was started. No way! Fucking Ooh. PBS, guys. That's and then amazing. another quick little one on top of that. So, you know, hats off to uh, 1970. Um, 1944, on October 5th, uh, the, the, the right of suffrage was given to the women of France. Whoa. Yeah, right? That's great. Cool. 1944 is a bit late in the That's game. It's crazy that it's that late. <laughs> bit late Ours in the game. Ours was, what, 20 something? 29? It was after Prohibition. To 30. We did Prohibition first. When Everybody stopped drinking. Does anyone and know? Then to, I feel and like then we're women still kind of working on it. The only way I know is because I watched Boardwalk Empire and they were they, talking about I feel about like it was 19, I want to say 1919 or 1921 off the top of my head. Can we have somebody, anyone want to look that up? <laughs> when were women in America. Uh, allowed to vote. It's crazy, yeah, because you feel like France is more progressive than is us. Is it terrible to say not. it that way? Allowed to vote? No. Mm, no. Given that the right. weird. Given the rights the way Given to the do right it. to yeah, vote. Yeah. Given? Well, yeah, well, allowed implies We recognize their natural and inalienable, inalienable right to participate in, a, in our democratic <laughs> we republic. S- we stopped stopping them. Oh. Never stops oh to stop in women. Weird. Never stop. Can you? Never stop in women. Like what? I mean, just to think oh, back wait. on our history. Oh, so oh yeah, yeah that was on this day. Yeah, Sorry, I forgot what segment it was. We did on this day. That was it. Okay. Wait, what were you saying? Um, <laughs> if you just think back on the history of this country, like we are psychotic, <laughs> and not we actually. I'm a black woman. We never did shit to anyone. Yeah, you guys yeah. are. But, you guys are the best. Wow. Like what psychosis this country was built upon? Oh yeah. Thank God that's over. <laughs> Thank, God. Thank God we got out of that. <laughs> I, I, I was curious what you meant by we wouldn't be here if PBS, because I'm a huge PBS guy. But yeah. did you were you raised on PBS? Love PBS. Everything about PBS. Yeah. Well, I just feel. I mean, the public broadcast system. What are we doing right now? We're broadcasting. Yeah. yeah to the public. So shout out to them. Mm-hmm. I do feel like. Uh, I don't know if kids watch shows like that anymore. Like, I was raised on the I mean, Mr. Sesame Rogers, Street. Sesame Street. Do Yo, kids watch that anymore? Do you understand? I well, wish Sesame Street's on HBO now. that he was my grandfather growing up. I watched this documentary about, I'm very passionate about Mr. Rogers. He used He's to beautiful. walk. It's so beautiful. He used to walk with his father, and his father would set a penny on people's windowsills every morning, and just like, they would hide. A little hide. poisoned wait, penny. Wait, wait. <laughs> 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 with a hint of me. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but just to watch what them a smile. Crime. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, poison but is poison feels highbrow, yeah. doesn't it? Wait, feels so why did class. he back? back then? Because back then, a penny was worth a lot. I mean, I'm sure it was worth it a penny. Right, it's worth one cent. I mean, but right. the value of a penny yeah. was much yes, more. Yeah, like, that's the equivalent of leaving more. like a hundred dollars on everyone. You could buy like a bag. You could go out and buy like maybe a quarter. You could buy like half a bag of cornmeal. Probably. With a penny. I'm sure you could have bought something substantial. So Mr. Rogers' dad. Yeah, he watched Rogers, his dad do presumably. that. And then I think that that's one of the things. That <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's one of the things that nurtured. So the two Mr. Rogerses. Yeah, we're give, yeah. leaving pennies. Sorry. <laughs> I just Rogers. got a lost theme on that. 
<laughs> on this day. Yeah. yeah. Not the I'm, day that you're no, listening to. I was raised on Mr. Rogers, too, and uh, I was freaked out by the puppets. Did the puppets freak you out? You I was scared them. of weird things. Oh, you the heard puppets. the story. So he was leaving pennies for everybody, and that's why you loved him? Uh, No. But that's one of the things that I loved about him. I like. I was like, oh, that must be where he got his compassionate heart from, his father. So that's really sweet. I, I just want to go back to so when before you got into this poetry, it sounds like you've been creative like your whole life. Do you feel like when you were a kid? Because when I was a kid, I, I don't know. I wish I knew how to be creative. I guess mm-hmm. I was like I had an imagination, but it sounds like you, you knew guess you that were you a had writer. An imagination. Yeah, I think I this did. This is the saddest children's <laughs> book I've ever I read know. in my I, life. Like, I. I think I and I now do. I now have an amazing You've acquired imagination. An imagination. <laughs> I've acquired an incredible <laughs> imagination. Very rough. But I also and the like, amazing imagination. <laughs> you know what's funny? I it took me. When did you know you'd be a writer, or Man, you wanted to be a writer? I so my mom passed away when I was four, and there is video footage of me with her, like getting in front of a camera, saying, "Listen to this poem." So I was very very young, and I four. Yeah, I wow. had no choice. Oh my god, I had no choice. That's, I probably you're like the Wayne Gretzky of poetry. That's like he started <laughs> like, when he was yeah, three. The Tiger Woods, the Tiger, yeah, the ti- yeah both I've, are both are applicable. <laughs> Can we like? I vote for I, Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant. Yes. Oh, the Kobe Bryant. Well, okay. that would imply that your parents were poets then, or writers. Were they? <laughs> my were they dad was his dad. Right. His dad Wait, was we're a basketball follow up player. So that. I'm going to veto that. We'll follow up on that. <laughs> Okay. Um, but uh, well, I, I am I am curious then. So you you saw the firsthand. You felt the sort of profound impact that poetry and literature had had on your own life and yeah. your own direction. Yeah. And is that sort of why you stayed with the program? I'm presuming after. I'm assuming. I, I feel like you graduated to a, a different level, administrative. Um. Level, well, actually, or? I left because um, I went to college in New York yeah. and I wasn't really involved. But you came back from, Well, so I came back home after college and I was working at a production company. Um, it was a branded content company and it was fun for the time being because it just felt cool to be working in my industry. I studied cinema studies and creative writing and um, it was cool to be working in my industry but then after a while I was like, wait, I'm not serving anyone and life felt very meaningless. What do you mean by that, serving? Um, well, I just always felt like I was born to serve, like born to make life more tolerable for like other service, people. Like service, like the yeah. idea of like charitable yeah, service. Exactly. <laughs> and um, it just wasn't working. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt anxious going into work every single day. And then finally I was like, yeah, I can't do this. I don't care how much money I'm making. And I left and I didn't have a job lined up. Um, so everyone was calling me crazy. Like my family was pissed. Um, but then... Uh, Months before this, I started working with Get Lit again, and I was doing volunteer work for them. So it's literally something that I would do for free. Um, that's how much I care about it. And then one day I was in the middle of a job interview, and Diane, the founder, called me and asked if I would want to come work for them. She in goes, the middle you of don't a job have- interview yeah. for something else? Yeah. Dude, you nailed wow. that interview. That's a movie. <laughs> I did that interview so good, you got a different job <laughs> in the middle of it. That's incredible. <laughs> Teach a class. (laughs) Teach a class. I mean, you do. Teach another class. I teach teach a lot Mm -hmm. of classes. Um, And it was for a job interview you didn't want. I definitely didn't. It was like some freaking (sighs) biotech place. Great. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I mean, they were really nice. They were really lovely people. But yes, that just makes me think of uh, Terminator. Like cybernetic organisms? Pretty Absolutely. sure that's the type of stuff I was going to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was my first instinct. So, so, so yeah, she got you the call, yeah. Yeah, and she yeah. goes, Monique, 
you don't have to say yes, but would you want to come work for us? Like, that's exactly how she said it. And I was like, what'd uh, you say? I was like, yes. I had no idea that this was an How option much on money the table. Are we talking about? I didn't even ask. I didn't care, yeah. truly. Um, How long? Yeah, the negotiations it, were lengthy. No, not really. <laughs> not not yeah. at all. And uh, the position didn't even exist. She created it because she knew that I was taking job interviews. And she was like, wait, we're going to lose her if she takes a job. So, yeah. That's awesome. Can I, and I feel and very grateful. I mean, this may seem obvious, but... Uh, could you sort of say why you said yes? Like why why you wanted to work for GetLit um, as opposed to take some other job? Well, for one, I felt like it would be a way to give back to an organization that has given so much to me. Um, it really empowered me to use my voice and to believe in the power of my voice. Um, I was very, like I said, I feared rejection. So I didn't really want to speak out and like share what I was feeling or what I was thinking about. And it just made me so comfortable with that. And in fact, it not only made me feel empowered to do it, it made me feel like that was the only thing to do. And if I could have just given that to one person, then my life would um, be worth living. And so I get to do that every single day. It's pretty rad. Yeah, I feel really grateful. And so we uh, make a podcast. This is our our whole job. This is (laughs) it. This is how we make our whole life. Awesome, though. Because you're connecting. Yeah, we call it podcast. So I, I think that brings <laughs> up uh, uh, a question I had earlier, which is, uh, what style do you think that you yeah. most like to That's promote? Right. Um, well, I love free verse because there are no rules. Um, yeah, you can Maverick. Just, yeah, uh, you can but, just do. See, I have you want. a. I'm gonna disagree. Wait, you didn't let me. Wait, finish, hold though. on. You can, you're gonna disagree styles. with what you're her right, favorite let, kind let, of no, poetry is. Let her finish. Is? Let her finish. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so it's quite funny. So I love free verse because there are no rules, and then my other favorite style is the pantoum, and there are so many fucking rules. What is it? Which is why a I love pantoum. it. A pantoum. It's where you have. It's a ten line poem, and then the first four lines are unique original lines, and then the next four lines. It's like the um, the second line is the first line of that paragraph or that stanza and then you have three new lines and then by the so third stanza, yeah, yeah you just this. start yeah. i mean you just start mixing everything up but then the poem always sounds really profound like probably more profound than it would have so it's a, it's because a it's a it's a, it's hard it's a rhythm that you understand yeah yeah i get that it's like a pop song Kinda. I think it's time for a smoke break. Oh, snap. It's a highbrow pop song. Uh, guys, uh, we just heard from our, our great engineer, Emma, that it's time for a smoke break. Quick smoke break. Quick smoke break. Peace. <laughs> you guys are rolling here. Okay, okay, good to go. Wait, do it, do it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I have yours. But you gotta you got you make it natural, like as if we're not recording. <laughs> yeah, okay. Great, good, 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 good. What is that? A good setup. Barry and his butchered beer blows dank. Okay, okay. Oh my god. That's so true. Lucas, the weeping willow, inhales his weed. Damn. Monique, the sunlight, shines (laughs) upon us. I could do one. Ooh, I like Mm -hmm. that one. Okay, let's go. Monique, mother of all nature. Dude, wait a minute. My best friend, who this guy doesn't want to sleep with me. I was done. I was done. Okay, this guy doesn't want to sleep with me. Genuine friend. What the fuck is wrong with them? <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what the right answer to that Gen- is. No, you know, it's fine. He okay. calls me Mother Nature. I, you have a natural. You have a, there's, the a, there's a natural aura coming okay. from you. Is it because it, it, it seems like a caring person? You know what I mean? What are we smoking? Right? Can I, can I, yeah, I want to finish that poem. Yeah, Monique. Monique, Mother of Nature, nurtures nature naturally. 
We gotta record. We gotta record. Did anyone get Wait, that? Wait, are we? Oh, we're recording, guys. Welcome back. We're back from the smoke break. <laughs> Before we get back into you, I just want to say uh, I said a funny joke. It's not going to play as well. <laughs> repeating it. No, no, no. Um, well, this is a terrible. This is what you do for a living: is repeat jokes. If it's not going to. Yeah, but this one's anyway. not going to work well. I was. <laughs> she asked me how many times I burp, and she talked about her burp problem. I totally just burped. <laughs> and you burped, and yeah. she has a burp problem. And I said I fart too much, uh-huh. and then I said if you fart in a soundproof room, everyone in it dies. <laughs> That was it. That I was still think that's a great joke. Yeah. So. I think that has definite rerun value. I want to jump back in. So you were saying mm-hmm. you, you like free. I have some questions about free verse, but okay. I want to hear it. It sounded so hostile. If, if you're done with what's... Are those the two styles you like? Free verse and pantoum, yeah. Pantoum. Uh, pantoum is fascinating to me. That's a real thing. Who I can read some it? pantooms later. You can do it. If you have a pantoum ready, I'm not going to stop you. I mean, I would have to read it from my book. Oh, okay. Oh. Um, do, well, who in, do, do you know who, is Is there a backstory to Pantoum? I don't know. All right. You know Your what? question? What I also do love, though, is Sufi poetry. Oh, like, what's that? Like Rumi. Um, it's just poetry. It's ecstatic poetry. So there's one that I love, and I feel like you would appreciate this. It says, she pointed at Luca. Um, <laughs> sorry. Just FYI. I apologize. I well, feel like you would appreciate like, it too, obviously, which is why I'm bringing no, it well, up. No, you, you made a choice. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, I hope I appreciate it. I think I've been dumbing myself Wait. down here a lot. Uh, don't say that. I literally have like such a high view of you. Oh. Yeah. No, <laughs> no seriously, I have so much like, respect for you. She shook it off. I have so much respect for you. Oh, thank you. Uh-huh. Um, and I feel like you no, both I'm just, would appreciate I, I bet you, this. Are you, are you left-handed? I don't know, I'm right-handed. You're right-handed? Yeah. I wish I was ambidextrous, though. Yeah, so do I. All the right. time. I literally learned that word from To Kill a Mockingbird. That's how important literature is. Guys, Aww. Get Lit is uh, helping with illiterate youth across California. Uh, how many schools are you guys in? Um, <laughs> nice, a little dude. under 100. It's like 98? <sighs> like 97, maybe. Okay. Mm-hmm. And are this is all Los Angeles County, or um, where are We you guys? even have some in San Diego. Like, we're actually all over the world. In fact, I'm going to New Orleans. Uh, I was just in New Orleans last weekend performing for um, the Board of Urban Education um, at the Superdome. I told you guys. I sent Caitlin a photo. Yeah, it's pretty. Like around 700, maybe. Whoa. Wow. That's, and you were, look at so where you started in front of three people, terrified. Yeah. And now mm-hmm. you're performing for 700 people in New Orleans. Moment of silence? Yeah. Is that, that, was that just organic? Uh, yeah, it just sort of um, felt natural there. So I want to bring it back to free verse because <laughs> I don't believe that free verse... And I think poetry is one of these things where I don't... If I sat down and tried to write a poem, I think I could make something that sounds like a poem. But there is something innately good about a poem that I can't explain and I feel like if I did if free verse had no rules theoretically a poem could just be like right that's not that's not words it has to be words no it can be sounds we would have been best friends if we grew up in the same neighborhood but since we didn't enemies but right but poem poem can't just be that right it's not no rules well, I think personally that my same view of poetry is my same view of art in that it is poetry if it moves you. Like if you are changed after having experienced it, then it's poetry. And I feel like um would, would you say would you say that about prose though? If like someone read a, a short story, oh, absolutely. you'd be like that short story is a poem. I feel like prose has moved me probably more than poetry. Um, I remember reading The Bluest Eye from Toni Morrison and just 
the way that she describes things. Like she uses such strange language and she evokes such such strong imagery that I'm just like, what? Like, where is your imagination? You said you acquired an imagination. Like, where's your imagination to even think to combine these words together? And I feel like um, with comedians, you're making people laugh. You have the most important job in the world. So I agree. How do you like put these? <laughs> no, seriously. Like, do. how do you put these scenarios together that come from some true place? And how do you make a group of people laugh who have never grown up? on the same block in the same time, but because they're experiencing you in that room for that moment, you're making them best friends. Because to laugh with someone, that's a very that's intimate That's the nicest thing. way I've ever heard stand-up comedy described. You've I love made it. everyone in I've, the room best friends. I think people do get connected through it. I, but however... Can I tell Is that you? poetry? I so then that would be okay. poetry, right? It's poetry. I don't think it's Absolutely. poetry. I don't know why. It doesn't feel like poetry. It, Does that make sense? It feels like poetry to me. Let, let me tell you. I want to hear your argument. The most inspired I have been all year was on August 24th, on this day, um, on August 24th, and I was watching Dave Chappelle do stand-up for his birthday. Like, you know, he's made this recent resurgence, and he's someone who definitely impacted me in my youth, and I feel like he has such a defined conviction and such a defined sense of self that he was able to walk away from like the highest thing for a comedian at that time especially a black comedian he was able to say no this doesn't feel good to me to my spirit so i'm gonna just dip and be okay with that comedian really impacted you did something that really moved you yeah so i saw him perform for his birthday i was so close up to him and she was like oh i'm sorry these are bad tickets and i was like we're walking to the front and i was like i thought you said these are bad tickets so I saw Dave Chappelle so close, someone who's impacted me so much that that night I don't think I went. I don't think I went to bed till like around three a.m. Really? And then I had a dream about him that I was asking him questions. Like that's what how much. Do you remember the answers? Do you remember the answers? I wish. <laughs> then I'd have the key to life, right? What, so what, what was Dave it about Chappelle him? Holds the keys to life. <laughs> <laughs> what was it about him? What What was it that he said? Like, um, is it the fact he that he was you're... very honest? Yeah, it's refreshing, I, right? Very refreshing. And I feel like there were so many different people in the room. And the DJ, it was DJ Drama, and he played the Golden Girls theme song. So people would just start Ooh, dancing. Thank you thank for you being a friend. friend. Yeah. Boo doo doo So people are dancing and they're connecting. And then there are some people that are just like, okay, what is this? And he's like, to all the black people, this is the Golden Girls. It's a show they like or something like that. <laughs> oh, man. And I started cracking up laughing. But then he played to the windows, to the walls. And everyone, <laughs> yeah. literally everyone in the place yeah. started dancing. It was at uh, Radio City Music Hall. Oh, that sounds amazing. I, I've always had a, the way I've described it without being too sincere here. For a second, You'd but be sincere. I feel like comedy, intro? and I don't want to, you know, toot my own comedy horn here. But <laughs> so I, I think just, what's interesting is imagined you tooting what is, a comedy what, horn. What is, an, in, what is innately interesting, I think, about comedy is the fact that a room full of people have the same shitty thought yeah. that you have. Yeah, like there's you're, something. That's how you're giving yeah, them your, your because shit. Because we're all insecure. It, it, comedy needs to have something negative about it, right? Like there's, <laughs> there has to be. You can't, a joke isn't just being like, I love this so much. Yeah, I love this. There has to be time. conflict. And I think if if you can get a room full of people to be like, oh my god, I had that same experience, crappy thought yeah. you just had. 
It's, That's what poets it's do. It's refreshing. That's so, literally yeah. what poets yeah. do. Yeah. So you would but it you would essentially like be performing a kind <laughs> of free why. verse. I think you're downplaying yourself. Stand up comedy is free verse. I think it's art. I think it could be art. It could be. I don't it's think it always verse. is. Um, and I think poetry is art. But it's free it feels verse. like poetry and stand up are different. But it's sort of like free verse. That's my argument. Is is it is it free verse? Yeah, I think it's all the verse. context of what of how you do it, right? If I say it's poetry, then it is, right? But if I say it's comedy, then it's comedy. Um, Can it be both? I feel yeah. like everything always is what you say it is, though. Whoa, no! I think it's <laughs> if time I pointed for would that you chair rather? Like that, oh. Would you rather? Would you rather? That's let's right. We have a segment here. Would you okay, rather? Let's do it. This, it's a new would segment. Would you? Would you rather? <laughs> Okay, Monique, would you rather have only one type of food for the rest of your life that you can eat or listen to only one song for the rest of your life? And which would it be? For sure, food, macaroni and cheese. Oh, wait. So you, yeah. So wait a second. Does that that. count as two, though? Because that's a pasta and a cheese. No, it's one dish. I just want to make this clear. You can't eat anything else are you and eventually you will ruin your point. favorite food can she have different kinds no, of mac and cheese you got to understand could she have like a say, like a um, like a chicken mac and cheese maybe a bacon mac and cheese no i don't even Spanish need mac that and just no. mac and cheese sage is an avocado mac and cheese sort of nope. spicy avocado Ooh. mac and cheese that's a little spicy Los avocado mac and cheese that sounds like that goes yeah, right, right, I'm coming around spicy on avocado <laughs> mac let's start a mac and cheese shop it's delicious it's also vegan guys no, so it's you, made with you're not free respecting this sustainable this game wait a minute we could start a mac and cheese lucas is being ridiculous no she that. beat the game. The game's done. We can she start it. Thanks to the public broadcast Mac and cheese system, food truck. This idea is ours. Like, this is our proof that right. this is our ideal. That's the No law. one can go start a mac and cheese food truck. Yep. And let's never do it, but just to stop other people from ever doing it. Yeah. Let's, let's, just hold, it. It. let's hold it in development forever. <laughs> what? But that's sage and to. tomato, whatever you said. Sage and tomato mac and yeah. cheese. Spicy avocado. <laughs> Do you know there's an avocado tree in the backyard of my granny's house? No, I did not know that. I knew. Why it. would I know that? Because <laughs> we grew up on the same block. Yeah. No, oh, I yeah. had no idea. No. Okay. I, How uh, long do they take to grow? Mm. Avocados. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quite a while, and then the squirrels Years. come and eat them. I've got a yeah. follow up question. Yes. So when you get when you're teaching kids in mm-hmm. Get Lit, what is that experience like? Oh, it's very humbling because I see myself immediately like right now they feel like life is the worst thing in the world. And I've heard so many poems about suicide and a lot of poems, though, about like that they're glad they didn't do it and how many days they've been alive since they decided not to do it. And it brings me to tears because I'm like, wow, you you can't even see it's love. Like, it's the easiest yeah. thing to carry around. And I just wish that they could see me from my eyes because it's so hard to see ourselves because mm-hmm. um, our perspective has been so tainted of what we think we should be. But and I how feel do, how like the... how I feel about them is how my mentors felt about me. Like, if only you could see yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's just exciting to know that they're still here and that they're contributing their voice and just their experience. Like, That's amazing. And how old are we talking about? How old are these people? Oh, the, the ones that I'm talking about in particular are off to college right now. Um, so newly. 18, 19? Yeah. That is such a tough okay. age. That um, is like so, unbelievably so tough how, age. Do you, do you see... Um, the kids change through the program. Do you see like? Oh, a, absolutely. A, a, can you describe that? 
Oh, man. So, I mean, I've seen some students who have started, like, very, very shy and, like, closed in. Like, they were trying to hide themselves from the world. They're now traveling, doing their poetry. Like, their chests are out. They're so much more open and even loud. You can understand them more. Um, and it's because of this program. It's and the most magical. And, yeah. Yes. It's the most magical thing I've ever I saw, seen. I saw what? something incredible. There was an incredible statistic. You said, like... Uh, there's something like 98% of the Get Lit players go to college. Yeah. Um, and these are kids from communities where that percentage is much lower usually, right? Like, mm -hmm. what's the percentage? Um, I'm not sure. Like I feel like it was something like... I do know that... 19% um, or something really low. Yeah. Like a really low percentage of these kids we from should, these communities we should probably look go that off to up. college. Um, but Wouldn't this be I, great in life if we could just say that out loud and someone just chimed in? I feel like that's Alexa. what intuition is, though. Alexa. Just got to ask yeah, a question up. and yeah, yeah. let the answer come to you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, but um, these kids, you see a change in these kids. Oh, absolutely. Like, I mean, I saw a change in myself. I remember being in college, reading a statistic of, um, like, what were the odds for someone like me? Like, everything that I had experienced, what are the odds of making it? And they were so fucking low. Mm -hmm. And I was like, fuck this. Yeah. I am the most stubborn person that I know. Like, I grew up with boys, so I'm very competitive. So I was like, fuck that. If they're saying I can't do it, then I got to do it, period. Yeah. Even if I don't feel like I can't, like, you just got to believe in yourself. It's like Damn. Muhammad Ali. He's like, I'm the greatest. I said that before I knew I was. Like, you just got to say, say it. fuck that. Fuck anything less than the best for yourself. Period. Yeah. Okay. See, why, why can't this be, like, something required? Fuck anything less than it the best. No, like, be. like, learning lessons like that. It needs I never to learned be. that through, like, earth science. I mean, I learned that through life, though. I just, like, yeah, just from experience. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we should we should have more programs like this. I think in so, schools. Absolutely. But here's some some I interesting agree. statistics that I that I've uh, gotten from the uh, GetLit website, which is getlit.org, um, and these are sort of uh, the why they exist. And apparently, right now, uh, we one in four children in America uh, grow up illiterate. Uh, and I didn't know this. California is 46th out of 50 in teen literacy. Uh, and the LAUSD has a 34% dropout rate, which is horrifying. 79% uh, of low-income African-American and Hispanic third-grade students read below proficiency. And of course, We have the most or the highest rate of illiteracy? We Because like, we have we the most people, right, in no, California? we don't have the highest. We have the 46th worst. Oh. Oh, that feels like a form of slavery. If you're taking language away from a person, you're taking away opportunity that should not be something that we tolerate. It's the same as what's happening in Flint, Michigan. They yeah. have had unclean water for two years, and Longer we know that. about Longer it. Longer than that, really. Longer than that. They and were, we know about public it. public two years ago, right? Yeah. And we're in California. No one has done anything. I mean, people you have guys. tried, but they just let... Okay, it falls by the wayside. What? That reminds me of Hotel Rwanda when they were out there recording and someone said, oh, thank God you've recorded this. Then the Americans will do something to help. And he right. says, I'm sorry, but people are going to see this as a news clip while they're eating the dinner and say, oh, how sad and never think of it again. Isn't that crazy? It does feel what like it, yeah, what does it like we are just desensitized to anything so not in this country. So, or but not with even, white people. Too, even, yeah. Exactly. Even happening in this country, because Flint is in this country. This illiteracy problem is yeah. in this country. I was going to say there was uh, the, other, the last statistic, and the thing was that only 9% of uh, low-income students uh, in California, I think, uh, graduate college. So these, th this 
you know, nine percent, and we're talking about ninety-eight percent of the GetLib players. This is in California. Yeah, this is in California. Yeah, of low-income students. Might not be from California. It doesn't say here. We need further. We need to look in, look that, look into that one further. But uh, like but, shame on shame yeah. on this country. Yeah, absolutely. That's fucked up. Now, is GetLit? How is GetLit funded? GetLit is funded through grants or through people who donate. donations. Yeah, yeah. You can donate through the getlit.org website. Yeah. It's super easy. You can use PayPal. I did it today. Uh, Thank you so. Okay, that was the sweetest thing. I was not. Well, it's just ten that. bucks. So, She's looking you know. at Lucas again. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to donate later today. You know that. Well, I mean, I, I, of course, I of course, I'm going to donate. Yeah, no of doubt of that. That's yeah. Um, I was busy so today. <laughs> See, and this is why so, okay, I'm moved, and I think that this is why it's such a good thing that you guys are doing this. Because I said earlier, you're connecting people, and that is a I form of so, service. Right? I mean, sure. I, I think uh, we're, you know, essentially sort of role models for your program, Get Lit, mm-hmm. right? You look at what we do and think, I should should help many hundreds more people. We're trying to just lead really the charge on being perfect. We set an example. <laughs> on being great. Uh-huh. Basically, That's why you're a comedian. We're the shining example. <laughs> um, um, really quick, while our high is, is going... Lightning round? Really? Can we do a quick lightning round? We're going to ask you some questions so real fast, is, Monique. Just to figure out who you are. You want to go first? Uh, no, because no, I'm pulling it up. Do you have yours ready? Yes, I have mine ready. Okay, so here's ready. the deal. Let, let's explain the deal. Because also, Emma doesn't know the deal, does she? We never explained it to Emma. Why terrifying. Okay. Doesn't, don't worry, actually. It doesn't really involve you. Come so to think of it. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to read you five <laughs> questions. Mm-hmm. You have to remember all five. And then you have 30 seconds to answer those five, five questions. Ready? And okay. when you're done with those 30 seconds... I feel like you're going to make me laugh. I'm going to do it. <laughs> nope, not going to make you laugh. So you, okay, you got it. You, and you, you're allowed to laugh. He's going to fling these no He's going to shoot these can't. questions at you like bullet... Like, you know what I mean? Just yes. like, uh, like spitballs. Okay, come on. Yeah, don't say bullets. That's <laughs> okay, ready? What's your favorite poem? Who's your smart? Who's the smartest person to ever live? What was your first magazine subscription? 1993 or 1997? And what is the quickest you've ever read an entire book in what book? Okay. What is my favorite poem? I carry your heart with me. I carried in my heart by E.E. E. Cummings. Mm-hmm. Second question. Think of it. What, what's the, think of another question. Um, they don't have to be in order. Who is the smartest person to ever live and why? My brother, um, because he's still here. And oh, wow. Okay. Um, wow. another question. 1993 or 1997? Oh, um, 1997 was the year that my mom passed away. So every wow. time I see that year, uh, something is evoked in me. Okay. And what's the other one? Uh, first magazine subscription. Oh. This is cheating, but I really like it. Yeah, we're out of time, by the way, also. Oh, dwell. I just want to hear it. Okay. Dwell? Great. Dwell. We didn't get to all of them, so you fail. But let's move <laughs> Sorry, on. Sorry. So, <laughs> so you have actually now negative one point. That's right. Oops. Uh, that's the lowest score anyone's ever had by this point. Uh, Whoa! <laughs> no. Bullying. Uh, honestly, you're the second person yeah, to ever play the game. Um, and the questions were much easier last time. Okay. Uh, now, Barry and I didn't have time to compare questions before we came in today. So you okay, asked some wild shit. <laughs> no, uh, you, but just know you have to answer these questions. You asked some Okay, you ready? Shit. Are we yeah. ready? Is it? Okay, one, two, Is three. What? What's your favorite poem? Uh, what's your favorite poem? <laughs> 
What's your favorite poem by a youth you've worked with? Mm-hmm. Do you like poems that rhyme or poems that don't? If there were a ship that had all the poets that ever existed on it and it began to sink and you could only save one poet, who would it be? If in order to save all poetry, you had to kill one poet, who would it be? Wow, that's ridiculous. Okay, favorite poem <laughs> by a youth poet that I've worked with What was is... your favorite poem was the first question. Oh, what is my favorite poem? I carry your heart with me. I carry it in my heart. E.E. E. Cummings. What um, a surprise. The second one, um, Mila is my favorite. Mila's uh, word problem poem is my favorite poem from a student right now. Okay. Um, third, if I only had to save one poet. Good memory. Mm, I'm going to go with Maya Angelou. I feel like she has inspired me so much. And We're all nodding. I feel like, what was the other? Oh, who would I have to kill to save poetry? Ugh. That's easy. Jabrul. <laughs> hey, Marta Inc. Okay, yeah, fair, fair, fair. Yeah, who would you? Who would you? I don't mean to lead the witness. <laughs> okay, Sorry. I have to go with myself only because I don't feel. Oh, like what? I couldn't take another person's life. Oh, Dang. that's a great answer. Come Jeez. on, man. I mean, that's the best anyone's ever answer. done. Admittedly, you're <laughs> the you, second person ever played plus this game, but one point. So yeah, you so have one you point. zero. <laughs> Oh yeah, well, so negative plus one, so you finish with a high score of zero. Of zero. That's um, great. That's the actually, that means I just gotten. scored two points because if I was at negative one, one point gets me to zero. Mm-hmm. The next point gets me to one. Well, no, he was only no, no, adding you got one, one point. point. Sorry, it sounded like <laughs> you he was saying you were up to plus one, mine. but really he was plusing. He was adding one to your uh, at that time the score. Which was negative one. Right. Anyway, I want to get back. It's not that I'm a wizard. It's not that I'm a wizard. I just understand basic arithmetic. No. Yeah, I think that there was was a confusion because I did say you're at plus one. And that was my mistake because I'm very high. (laughs) And I should have said you got plus one. Now you're at zero. So neither of us were wrong. Yes, we're both right. It was a misunderstanding. This is why communication Uh, is important. Also, those are amazing answers. Thank you. I mean, I can't believe you killed yourself. Lightning round. That was amazing. I'm what an incredible plot twist. Anyway, I'm, yeah. I was I've been curious for a while. Is there a poetry scene? Are there? Is there oh, like because yeah. I like comedy? Are there's open mics? I, I assume. Yeah, there's a huge poetry scene. And you could go to poetry nights mm-hmm. still. Yeah. I don't hear about them. Where are? The, do you take yeah, part you in them? Come. Sometimes one of them is the poetry lounge on Fairfax. Uh, right next to Fairfax High School. Another one is one that I do. I haven't done in a while in Watts um, at local Roy Choice Place. May I interrupt really briefly before I forget this question? Yeah. If there were any young people that were listening and were curious about how to get involved with Get Lit, well, what what would you advise um, Check them to us do? out on social media at Get Lit Poet. And um, our website is getlit.org. Mm-hmm. Are there like classes or seminars like for people who yeah, there didn't are want, who could, wanted to sort of like become teachers or or whatever that sort of level is? Um, yeah, we hire teaching older. artists once a year. Okay, um, and we just did, so it wouldn't be until next year. Okay, but. so just for the young people then who want to learn yeah. and be a part of it, is is there a way if you're a teacher listening <laughs> and you wanted your school to start a get lit program? You have to keep in mind where you do? were that other question. Yeah, uh-huh. so um, you can look on our website getlit.org. <laughs> Or, um, <laughs> who or, does your website? It's a beautiful website. It's a beautiful oh my God, website. Shout out to Veronica. Also, oh, Veronica. that's who I was on the phone with when you guys oh. pulled up. Oh, okay. wow. In your Uber. Okay, so yeah, so then go to the website and check everything out there, basically, is the answer to every question. Um, so, uh, how about some Digi Yes? Did you think something? Sorry. Oh, Digi Yes. It's Digi Yes time. Yes! 
Did you? Did, 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 did. You, yes. you, you. Yes. It's like a did you know, but it's positive. So this is really quick. Um, so. The this coral is, reefs are not are dying. They're no. not dying anymore. Or they're, they have hope now. Scientists just explain. came out Please explain. by saying, and this is hard for me I'm to so fully understand, so everybody could do their own research, but they had given them a death sentence. Mm-hmm. The right. Corals. We all remember the scientists were like... And then, and excuse my language... A bunch of coral jizz showed up in the sea. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to I'm say sorry. it so bluntly. This no. is true. Wait a minute. Everyone in the booth. That's what the scientists said. The scientists were like, the oh, scientists, everybody quit. So this was be a sad story. anymore. This was a story the coral from, jizz. So this was a story from Australia that uh, they expected them to not have a mating season, the corals, because they were dying. How come no one... I've seen a million Planet Earth specials and no one has ever been like, and this is where the the coral fucking session begins. Because it's a conspiracy. And the... Uh, the, the Apparently what happens is they wait for full moon and then the coral releases sperm and eggs and they mate in the ocean because the light from the full moon... <laughs> So they were like, they were like it, all coral was so attacked. Romantic. All coral that's, was attacked as young coral amazing? and bitten by some sort of were fucky monster. So that on every full moon they're yeah, cursed. First of all, you're putting jizz. words in my mouth. No, I'm just understanding the mythology you've created here. It's some <laughs> it's sort of mythology. Were, it's science. It's some sort of were jizz that the Ooh. coral was bitten by. And every time the full, and this all makes sense. It all tracks. It sounds like you're writing. Comes, you're writing fan fiction for this fan fiction this moment. You're. Coral jizz. <laughs> I mean, I feel great. Anyway, yeah, so it's coming back. There was a bunch of... Coral jizz is back, everybody. Did you, did, 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 did you, did you, 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 yes. yes. All right. Are there carrots on your socks? Oh, yeah. I thought, yeah, I think they're they're palm trees. Oh. And a, a surfboard, I think. Damn. You know, just keeping a vibe. Um, I have a, who, I have is a there, weird There are some incredible... When you're done with that. Okay, thanks, Barry. You want to go first? You can go first. Uh, I was just going to ask a simple one. What do you do if poetry is not good? Mm. Do you ever f- come into... I know that there's like most kids are... So some kids are just don't cut it and you're yeah, like, you gotta that's leave. A, I mean, it's it's um, not like they have to leave, but you know what... No, go. I feel out. like you just work no, with them until enough, they're kid. able to... <laughs> I feel like you just work with them until they're brave enough to share their own voice. So um, I feel like the only time poetry is bad is... In, when someone's trying to force it to be poetry. Just to beautiful what answers poetry. all day long. That's true. Oh, Just incredible, you. beautiful answers. <laughs> Thanks. Really. I think it's great. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is there, has, there been, has there ever been a student that you felt more connected to or you had like a, a stronger bond with? Ooh, right now there's definitely someone um, that I love a lot. Um, she's so young. She's our youngest poet. And she reminds me so much of myself because I love poetry from such a young age. And she just like shows up. And she knows she's going to be the youngest person there, but she doesn't care. She shows up like, this oh, is me. Great. This Isn't is that great when kids are like that? That's it's amazing. Awesome. Yeah. It's uh, so awesome. Okay, cool. Like, yeah, every um, day I'm inspired by them. Seriously. Yeah. Is there, um, is there anything, any, any way you'd like the program to be different or ways that you think the program could be improved or things you wish you were able to do but can't maybe because of funding? I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I definitely feel like we could use more funding uh, to get students computers, um, to get students access to transportation, because a lot of our students have to take public transportation to get to and from their performances or to the office to and where how, they need to how go. How impactful would that be to um, have tra- transportation? Oh, it would completely, or, or it computers. would completely right, because the, change the program. Easier to get there. Listen, so, 
you have to understand, we, Tim Robbins, the actor, director, producer, oh, yeah. I know who he, is. he is giving us private acting lessons because he believes in these kids so much. That's amazing. Wow. And two of them couldn't make it, make it to practice because of transportation. Oh, well, but can way, you imagine? In a way, I believe the saying is teaching is learning. Mm-hmm. So Tim Robbins is taking acting lessons from those kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we're all doing life lessons. <laughs> we are. We're all taking Tim acting Robbins lessons is from getting Lucas acting right lessons now. from uh, from kids. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So there, there's a real there's a real uh, great set of motivations to go to getlit.org and check out the donate section. You can there's some set fees that you can donate, um, and it sort of illustrates it what the what that money would go to and what a difference it would make. You can see the, the direct impact you'd be having. Or uh, you can donate uh, some of your own choosing, thousand, two thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars, ten dollars. You know, you could really Whatever do any number, number of three dollars. So uh, have you have you ever donated? Yeah, oh, I have shit. actually. Yeah, um, money and time. Yeah, for sure, time is money. <laughs> Man, you are just full of those. <laughs> I don't know what's it's going on. Like, I don't know like, what's going on. It's this quote. weed. This Burping weed is, out is like blazed a hole in, my, in the middle of my brain. <laughs> and I have no idea what's coming out of my mouth anymore. It's honestly. I actually feel like we should talk about your tattoo. Which one? The one right there. Hey, we'll decide what we this talk one? about. No, no. Oh, wait. Hold on. I think it's snack time. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. It's time for food. Mmm. <laughs> And today we're going to be eating a, uh, guys, I prepared several hours ago, a VG Beyond burger on a gluten-free bun. Okay, so we <laughs> like food that somehow has a positive impact or supposedly has a positive impact on the planet. Mm-hmm. And uh, this, this I just want to describe to it to everyone. <laughs> it looks like Lucas put a, a hamburger under his pillow last night, slept on it. Uh, hosed it down. This is for sure some fear factor <laughs> shit. Right now. Hosed it down with something, and uh, and then put it in one of the dirtiest pieces of Tupperware you can find like in his Doritos. kitchen. <laughs> Just like to put everyone there. If you so put now Doritos explain. in a microwave, yeah, that's like, what it would smell like. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it smells like that too. So, like so the VG Beyond Burger is a burger that is a plant based. Um, it gets its coloring from beet juice. Ooh. I guess if you guys wanted to know that, I thought you might. No, you can say it. <laughs> you can say it. It's, some a, white it's a chance. Some white it's shit, grown yes. in a lab. It's entirely plant-based, and it's supposed to no, be the most, you can say most like a, a meat of any uh, non-meat burger. Um, so, you know, it's an opportunity to keep that taste you love while not uh, killing cows for it. That's some real shit. Yeah. And now then, be honest about how you how it tastes. Now okay? the whole point is we don't we're not trying to sell this. Are you shit. allowed? Nobody's to eat, giving us. Are money. you allowed to eat vegetables? <laughs> Listen, you're gonna catch my face. Oh, I'm trying me, New York. Oh, no, I just want to make really sure. Trying me. I just want to make sure. <laughs> you didn't even know what the New York Times was, Barry. <laughs> like what? Like what the fuck? <laughs> I just like That's crazy. I, I feel I know. like you told that that story to give yourself some. Would you like cred. the first bite? The guest oh should gosh. have the first bite. Thank you. I'm passing. We're passing this around. This literally one looks like a burger from SpongeBob. Okay. So I need to take a 
So far, the, the review, aesthetically, You're the right. review has like, not been positive for the VG Beyond Burger. Wait, so far. I don't want to Also, there's no sauce on it. Let me just say that because I didn't know if that would tamper with the experience. No, take a bite. It's cool. This literally looks like the toy that I would buy one of the kids from like Toys R Us. So far, not a positive review. Once again, still remaining a non-positive experience. It's made of foam. All right, here she goes. She's about to bite it. Here we go. Right she now. literally There's is so, so much unappetizing. She's <laughs> having so much second thoughts about this. <laughs> I mean, like a dog's burger. Do you remember Apollo 13? And that, you know, <laughs> just that they kept mapping the trajectory like. of the shuttle to the Earth and being like, oh, if they hit there, ooh, oh that's God. like the exact arc the burger is on okay, her mouth. Here we go. You go you first, go first Lucas. Go she, first? she literally yeah. can't do it. <laughs> I wish I could. You know, I wish I could. Whoa, did you hear what that sounded like? That's too good. It's a bit too It It sounded like you bit into the microphone. Into the microphone styrofoam. It literally sounds like <laughs> I'm gonna styrofoam. I'm trying to do it really quick. I'm trying to make the, the sound. I'm doing it real close to the mic. Here we go. It's a bit dry, but that's because of the Wait. no sauce. I don't think that's a commentary on the actual burger. <laughs> That's horrifying. That oh, hor- you're a butcher. What do you think? Surprisingly disgusting, actually. <laughs> you don't like it? No. Okay. Now I'm gonna be honest about this. But you have a you have a bite first. Uh, no, I actually, just want to go by faith. Like I trust you guys that it's disgusting. No, 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 it's not. The patty. No, no, no. I'm good. They, they held up a garbage can no. outside. No. Oh man! It's not. The I'm gonna disclaimer good. this. In I gotta a say the patty's tasty, but that the pat- bread. It's the bun. The bun is a separate product. Inexcusable. Guys. The bun's really dry. Oh. So what I'm gonna do now is I'm gonna I'm gonna have a bite of just patty to give it a fair a fair trial. You know what Oof, I mean? That, that but goes also, down hard. I'm gonna disclaimer: I did have one of these burgers for lunch earlier today. It was fresh. I covered like put a sriracha ketchup on it. Um, I toasted the bun. And it was it was fucking delicious. I feel like that's some so shit. This my is, I would to totally recommend this burger. <laughs> like she would fix hot dogs with would you buns. Say I said this feels like something she would have fixed me when I was younger. She used to fix me hot dogs with buns from the ninety nine cent mm. store in a cup of water. Yeah. I mean, better. in a cup of milk. Just the patty's pretty great. It's actually. Juicy. Mm-hmm. There's it's got a juicy like me. Actually, this is really good. I don't know if you want a bite of a, of a patty we've been handing. <laughs> or you can just have the bun separately. Which <laughs> Literally, is like, you can believe have, you. You can have a, whatever you like. You want to have just the bun. If you want to try just the bun, I would have no parts. All right. Anyway, well, <laughs> thank you, no Monique. I appreciate you thank coming you here and, and eating our disgusting burger. Yeah, and uh, educating I us about like this I was great a better program. Sport. I mean, I wish I was a better sport. Oh, with the burger. Eating it. No, 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 no. It's fine. This is a. No, no, no. You believe me, you are as good of a sport as as Lucas was for bringing it. Um, And everyone go to getlit.org. That is the website where Mm -hmm. you can donate. You could get involved. Learn more about the program. Can people volunteer their time to teach? I'm going to eat some of the bread. Yeah, get it. (laughs) Thank you. I'm going to assume that you could volunteer also. Yeah. We're working on a volunteer program right now um, to make volunteering easier for people. Can you finish uh, a... well, that's really good. What's that? We're getting some certain... No? No, okay. I'm. There's a miscommunication between me and the the booth right now, but we've resolved it. <laughs> and uh, we're moving forward smoothly from it. Oh, I think we're done. Um, no, we're not not quite. What was your... What was your... <laughs> Just to wrap real quick. Do you have a favorite memory of working mm. or being in the program? This is Get Lit that I'm referring to. The mm. program we've been talking about the entire episode. And can you say it in poem form? 
Yeah, I would prefer a pantoum yeah. if you have one Can ready. you close us out with a poem about Ooh. you and yeah. your memory? None of that bullshit free verse. Can I give you something that I've written? Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Do you have your, does it, you have your notebook here? There, yeah. Barry, fetch your notebook. Here's the, <laughs> fetch your notebook. Barry's currently yes, fetching her notebook. Do you want it? You want the sure. patty? Okay. Yeah, he does. It's a good patty. Oh, damn. You know what? <laughs> he ate it so quickly that he missed his mouth. Barry just... Um, yeah, I'm just While you're taking it out, tell us maybe what it's from. Yeah. Or what it's, it, it was well, based in. So, I actually forgot that I don't have that. Um, it's in my suitcase because I was planning on taking it to Noah. Oh. Um, so we don't have the pantoum. No, but I have a different poem. Okay, good. What kind of pantoum is this? Um, I don't know. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Uh, let's see. Mystery box. Um, okay. Barry and I could probably cover this with some sort of conversation between us, but we've chosen this? not to. <laughs> yeah, so this is a poem that I wrote about an artist whom I love, Betty Saar, and she's actually from Watts, and she's like broken all of these incredible records and like set so much history. This is a poem inspired by her heart, um, by her artwork Great. that has a lot of clocks and like moons um, and locks and chains and stuff. She has spoilers, spoilers. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. What's it called? Um, it doesn't really have a name. Okay. It doesn't really have a name, or it doesn't it have do- a name. It doesn't have. No, a name. Okay, okay. Cool. Here okay, we go. Thanks for helping me be clear. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Were you born with the moon in your chest, girl? How you stomach so much darkness and not be swallowed by it? Did you break the hands of clocks and claim now for your conjuring? The alchemy of our ancestors is always on time. They call it magic when they don't see the blood of our grandmothers. They close their eyes to Mama's crucifixion, but stand in awe when she rolls the stone away. Our grandmother's strength still rolls stones away. We have resurrected light from broken crescent hearts. We have bent wrought iron beams meant to contain us. We have wielded rifles and broomsticks. Aunt Jemima has been liberated. We have served keys to our sisters and made art from our chains. Her right eye is the evening sun. Her left eye is the morning sun. What else is there to hear in Betty's sanctified vision but the thunderous laughter of our mothers, 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 as they gathered in fields while everyone slept? What is there to hear but God ask your granny? Is there a moon in your chest, girl? In her reply, yes. Thank you very much, Monique. See, I knew there was a better route for this episode. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that coming in. That was amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. wow. Yeah, thank you so much. You're amazing. Thank you. Thanks, guys, for having me. It was fun. Uh, our pleasure, entirely. And bye. <laughs> <laughs> Get high and save the world. Let's say uh, Seinfeld was on an island and he was blowing Boris Karloff. What would would that be like? (laughs) It might go something like this. Oh, Mr. Karloff, I loved you and Frankenstein and I love giving you a blowjob. Why, Mr. Seinfeld, I'd love having you fuck.